What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the show. My name is Matt Hurley. It is episode 19. And on today's episode, I have an interview recorded with DMV comedian Luke Harris. Uh, so you can follow Luke on Instagram at LukeHarris677. That's spelled L-U-K-E-H-A-R-R-I-S and then 677. Um, on his Instagram profile in the bio, there's a link to a YouTube channel that he posts a weekly podcast called The Luke and Bailey Show. I highly recommend you go check that out. Uh, so Luke is a newer stand-up comedian. I believe he's only been doing it for about eight months, and he's a really energetic, really nice guy. Um, I've seen him out a lot at the free shows around the DMV area, so I thought it was definitely worthwhile to sit down and have this discussion with him. And if you enjoyed the discussion I have with Luke, please go follow him on his Instagram and check out his podcast as well. Uh, so this podcast was recorded um, after the Fells Point Tavern free show. So uh, last Tuesday, September 6th. And um, it was just a great discussion and really I enjoyed being able to sit down and to, and to talk to him. So um, coming up uh, in less than three weeks at the Vagabond Theater, September 30th, uh, Bill Franks and I are producing our third showcase there. Uh, this showcase will be headlined by Chris Allen, and uh, tickets are moving already. So if you'd like to join the fun on that day, uh, I have a link for tickets on my Instagram bio, which is mattherley.comedy. Uh, so before I play the interview with Luke, I'm going to play some audio from a recent set. So as always, thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the audio from the set, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. to college a long time ago. Allow me to prove it to you in one sentence. Um, my graduation speaker was Bill Cosby. It's yeah. <laughs> a long time ago. Um, yeah, so I graduated college in May of 2013 and shit hit the fan for him in like June of 2013. And the college I went to was keeping this, the speaker a surprise, obviously, you know, because it's like awesome. And the, uh, so where I graduated, they did it in like the Bucks Stadium, the Milwaukee Bucks Stadium. So like 17,000 people Bill Cosby steps up from behind a curtain. Everyone was fucking nuts. He crushes. It's awesome. I know you're looking at me saying, okay, he was your college graduation speaker. Well, what lessons do you take away? I didn't take shit away because he put me to sleep. Okay. That was fun. You guys um you guys know what Yeezys are? Yeah. Yeezys? The shoe, the Yeezys. Okay, so Kanye West has like a probably one of the most popular shoes in the world, and it's only been sold online up until this past week, right? Does anyone know what I'm talking about here? Yeah. Anyone know? Okay so, okay, so Kanye this week came out and said, okay, Yeezys are gonna have storefronts, and he did it all through, like, he's like, I'm gonna show you social media, and he announced it on social media, and he wants to do them all over the world, these Yeezy storefronts, kind of like Apple stores, and when he announced it, obviously lots of questions come to my mind, like, you know, is it gonna be an Apple store inside, is it gonna be, like, so fucking bright, are they gonna have overhead lights, are they have side lights, they're actually gonna have all of the lights, yeah, okay. and I know you're looking at me saying, okay, well, Yeezy store, for sure, dude, well, so are they gonna have, like, um, you know, you think about like what what is the employee structure going to be like? Like each store, what's the, what's the structure going to be like? And and it's going to be just like the uh, the Italian mafia. Um, so you know, each store they're not going to have a manager. You know, they're going to have a Don Duh. <laughs> um, is this guy going to run out of a Kanye pun soon? I'm bound to, but not yet. Um, so uh, there we go. That's a deep one. All right. Um, now I know you're saying, okay, once I buy my Yeezys, once I buy my Yeezys, are they just going to give me a bag? They will. Praise God, right? Jeez. Um, 
Okay, but for real, if they're gonna be all over the world, this is the last one. This is the best one, personally, my favorite. Um, so if the store's gonna be all over the world, right, it's like, what currency are they gonna take? How many people buy my Yeezys at my Yeezy store? And if they're gonna take whatever currency you got, you just gotta uh, send it through the wire. Okay. <laughs> um, now, obviously, NASA, I don't know if you guys heard, NASA's going back to the moon. Clap it up for NASA. Yeah. Uh, so NASA's going back to the moon, you know, the first manned mission in 60 years, and unfortunately they canceled it this week for engine problems. And of course I thought that was a weird way to say they faked it the first time. <laughs> so, well, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. You guys want one dirty joke? We'll do one dirty joke, okay. Uh, you guys like Uber? You guys talk with Uber? Yeah, it's like, it's okay, right? You know, but like, first there was Uber, and then they came up with Uber Eats, and they kind of crushed it with Uber Eats, right? You know, so their Uber is thinking more. They're thinking, let's get the dating app game. I don't know if you've seen it, Uber Skeet Skeets. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, you're like, why do you do this? It's because I was molested by a pop star in the 90s, and you're like, wow, that's weird to drop that on us. Can you tell us? And I'd like to share, but I can't share. It was share, okay? <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, Wits was a bomb as always. Yes, <laughs> dude. But like, I, you know, Wits can always be a bomb. But like, I feel like it is helpful. It's humbling, right? and I think yes. it let it truly tests the your joke. Right, because right. you're doing it all in front of all these comics that have right. been doing it for a while. Like right. Matt, Matt Brown gets to see it, and then. Yes, yeah. that is that is the nice thing about it is that you're doing it in front of an audience of like five, but like yeah. they're like. Pretty fucking, <laughs> pretty you know, they're, they're pretty good. So Dude. they have a high, you know. But if anything works in there, if you get a little tee yeah. in there, it can yeah. can go far away. But Feels like a good night if you get one chuckle. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. But uh, Fell's point or Fell's point and I was really good. Yeah, you did good, dude. Yeah, it yeah. was a lot of fun. I feel like that's a big thing, especially when you're like starting out in comedy, is being able to go from one where it's like, okay, that like was not that great, but then coming here and then like shaking it off. And I mean, you basically did the same set here, right? Or yeah, did you yeah, change it same, up? I've, I've been doing the same set for about. Close to a month now, okay. get, getting ready for this Magoobies competition. Okay, yeah, hell yeah, Magoobies competition tomorrow. Yep, both doing it. Are you nervous? What are you What are you feeling? Well, I think it's going to go a lot better than my first time. My yes. first time, I literally pissed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> And Dude, uh, <laughs> that was the first. I mean, that was the first time we met, right? That was when I first met you. You were yeah. one of the first. You and Bobby Ray are the first two guys I like ever met and yeah, got yeah. to know more. So yeah, tell 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 me about or lay, I guess lay it out. So you, unlike so like when I first did comedy, like I did it at like a bar, open mic, or something. But your first set ever was my my first set was at that Magoobie's talent competition, and I never knew what an actual open mic was. I thought that was right. an open mic. I was listening to Shane Gillis' podcast. And like, he said, oh, yeah, that's an open mic. Yeah, <laughs> McGooby's in Baltimore. And I looked it up. Yeah. I went to a couple of them. And then there was a guy, there was an old guy there who had a joke. He said, it took me seven months to get up there. Yeah. And once I heard that joke, I was like, oh, yeah. if I sign up now in seven months, I'll be really good. You'll be or ready I'll for be it. I'll be practiced. Yeah. Right, right. But so did you, wait, did you sign up that far in advance? No, no. I signed okay. I, I, right after that show. I signed up, and Andrew Unger emailed me. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "All right, you're on the next show." I was like, "What the heck?" Okay. I thought it was going to take seven months, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it was a good show for the first one. Wait, so you so you reached out and you're like, "Oh, I'm not going to hear back for forever." Yeah, and I thought it was going to take yeah. forever. Like, oh, I'll have time to write jokes. I'll have time to right. <laughs> to but it was funny. like a couple days later that he hit you up. He was like, yeah. "Okay, time to do it." Yeah. And he's that like, was just like, so have you, were you always interested in stand up growing up? When did your interest in stand up? Um, 
come. I was up. I was growing up. I always in, like was diehard. I want to be a dirt bike rider. I want to ride dirt bikes. Oh, okay. But then, all right, all right. I grew and you too are much. How old are, how old are you? I'm 23. Okay, yes, you're an old man now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I grew up. And I got too big and fat for dirt bikes, and nah, then I dude, started. Me, me and Luke are both svelte, dude. <laughs> both two hundred pounds ripped. I'm, I'm six two, three hundred pounds. Yeah, 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 same, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, the average is I was probably like seventeen. I, I yeah. started getting really into Bill Burr and stuff. Okay, all right. His podcast, the Joe Rogan, all those guys. Yeah, yeah, and then and, that was your like intro into like maybe i would be interested in santa yeah. did you go to college did you do college i did college for three weeks okay all three right how was Dro- that what was up with that how uh, was, and it wasn't for you i w- it wasn't for me well i dropped yeah. out of high school okay all so right. when i went to college yeah it was all the beginner courses like i couldn't do anything you didn't have the beginner nah. starter pack dude yeah. <laughs> you're like uh this is not for me okay yeah all right and now um so when you so you get that thing that says like okay Andrew says I got to be on a show in a couple of days where does your brain go what's your creative I, process I guess do I, you do you write like in a notebook do you how do, what's your yeah I remember right after I got that email I shit myself and I started yeah. writing as much as possible and all these jokes and then I started running it by my friends and they're like this sucks this is yeah. horrible do not <laughs> do that I was like all right and so I've, it ended up being just like this show snuck up on me, and I just had three ideas. Right. And I think you know my last one was right. A joke. You had some shirt. Yeah. I had a shirt that said "I heart gay butt sex." Yeah. You had the you had a prop. You know, prop <laughs> in your first set, but still, it got a big pop. I think still considered one of my best jokes ever. <laughs> okay. All right. Now you're gonna break that out tomorrow. You think you're gonna? Nah, no. No. I was no. messing with Bre- Matt Brown earlier. I said, Matt, wait till you see the shirt I break out this time. <laughs> yeah, just a different a different punchline on it. That yeah. would be funny if that was your thing. I mean, like Burt Kreischer rips his shirt off. Yeah. Maybe you could have the last punchline on your shirt nah, of every show. I'm, I'm gonna try to do all stand up I'm no gonna. i got you i mean yeah even in seeing you since that first show to now like you can i mean you've improved a lot from yeah. your joke writing to your stage presence and all sorts yeah. of stuff so it'll be cool to see you know i think you'll be surprised with how many more you know pops and stuff yeah. you know you get and something yeah. like that but um, yeah, i've gotten a lot more confident on stage like yeah the first couple times they you bomb kills you it right absolutely kills you so but you did now, the magoobies first and then did you? What was your next set after Wit, that? Wits and Saloon. Okay, so and then I, you went right to the bomb and I shelter. Did, I just yeah. talked about. I actually did good. I oh, actually nice. all right, did really yeah. good. I yeah, just I talked like about the there. first time. Okay, all right. I, nice. I was like, yeah, I just went to the competition. I yeah. pissed my pants. Yeah. I had a shirt that said fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it did pretty good. I didn't bomb to like my fourth set. Okay. I tried to write new jokes, and I was like, "This is and then the it was worst not going feeling for you. in the world." Huh? But then that you know that does kind of lean back on sometimes just going up there and being you know just like talking about what your true experience is. Like yeah. sometimes that's the funniest yeah. stuff there is, and I struggle with that. I mean, all my stuff you know is all like wordplay, ridiculous shit. Yeah. Like I don't pull anything from my real life, and it's something I want to do a little bit. Like last week I was here, I riffed something about like, "Oh, Bill Cosby was my graduation yeah, you know yeah. speaker or whatever." It was a good and joke. Popped, I liked that yeah, one. and it's like. And that was, you know, worked because it was like, I think it was because it was real or, yeah. or whatever. But I want I want to start exploring that more. But like at the end of the day, I still love wordplay and like puns and dumb jokes. So I don't think I'm ever going to shake that I, for I think myself. you're really good at riffing at stuff. I remember it, you riffed it, off one of my jokes, oh, yeah, the yeah, heroin yeah. addict joke. Yeah, you yeah. gave me the... the uh, and then he stands magic, there. Yeah, yeah imagine dude. if a heroin addict just nods out looking at the home run. I yes, thought yes. that was a good one. That's still my, yeah, there's still maybe something there in yeah. that one. But I, 
I always forget to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I oh, want to yeah. try it. <laughs> you sh- I mean, it is a cool, like, because it's funny already being like, oh, they're going to hit a home run. Like, everyone's already laughing at that. But, yeah. like, it's like an additional, it's like tagging it up a yeah. little bit. Because they have some insider knowledge knowing that that guy is, you know, heroin guy or something, you know. And then, you know, what are they going to do if they're an athlete? Yeah. But, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Nice, dude. Stand-up's awesome, dude. Yeah, stand-up's fun. Um, I love it. So, you did your first set, but who, like, was like, you should go try st- you did so. Did you have a friend that told you to go do stand up, or did you get uh, up on it? Did you decide to do it your first time? I, I, like you were listening to podcasts and you got kind of influenced from that. Yeah, I, like. I decided. I, I took my friends to a couple of them before I did it. Okay. And that's when I heard that old guy say that. But then I, I was ultimately the kind of guy. I was like, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to get into this. Yeah. It seems awesome. <laughs> now, when did you, after your first set, how soon did you start like recording your sets and things like that? Or you, do you not? You. Oh, hell so yeah. It was after nice. you told me. My you great advice, first, dude. Uh, yes. Yeah. You're the grandmaster to my. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's not a good grandmaster to have. But <laughs> thanks, good. dude. I appreciate you're it. You're killing it in Baltimore nah, right now. No, no, no. You and Bill. You know, we're trying, trying yeah. to put on shows. Dude, it's all about, I mean, like we're only putting on good shows because like we're just trying to get like ourself you know stage time and stuff yeah but it's working out you guys yeah. are it's awesome <laughs> oh yeah thanks dude yeah thanks what uh what, what's one of your comedy idols um i do love a lot of like joke structure and stuff so i do like mark norman you oh, know yeah. like i definitely like mark norman a lot i mean chris rock you know like growing up yeah. and stuff like yeah, Louis. I mean, you know, Louis God. I don't know if I really, but like, and then I got to an age like where I wasn't like consuming like a ton of comedy, and like even now, like I try not. Like, do you like now that you're doing comedy? Do you try to consume a lot of comedy or yeah, like? Yeah, I've I've always loved everything. Okay. I watch every special. Watch. I kind of got in a place that I was like, oh, I don't want to consume it because it's going to influence me. But then yeah. it's like you kind of got to study like just like any. Thing. If you're going to get a degree in biology, a degree in business, a degree in comedy, you got to yeah. kind of know what's been done in the past and the styles and things like that. And like, so I'm coming around to like starting to like watch it like a little bit, oh, yeah. a little bit more. But that's, um, a, that's a that's a funny thing. You're you're a scientist. Yes. And when I got into comedy, oh, yeah. I thought. It was going to be a bunch of dropouts, drug addicts. Like no way, everything. dude. There's no a lot way, of baby. educated people here. Yeah, because well, <laughs> I mean, like. It can be hard to like you like you can be funny in the moment to your friends, but then translating that to on stage takes a certain level of you know maybe doesn't like paper intelligence, yeah. but it's like a you know certain yeah. type of like intelligence for yeah. sure. But, I thought that was funny. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to meet some wild people. You do meet some wild people, but oh absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's just the open <laughs> mic. That's the that's the dream. Now, do you ever see yourself starting like a show or something like that? I, I like a either I, a mic or a free showcase or something because you can put wanted, on a free showcase somewhere. Yeah, like go to a bar and be like, "Well, I'll bring eight great That's local the thing. comedians." It's- I got. I should talk to Matt Pennington. Did like a free showcase recently at a bar where it was like it was a showcase. It wasn't just a mic, you know. But like it could be something you could do like once a month, you know, yeah. somewhere where then you take like I'm definitely ten percent of the bar or something like that, and then that's what you're, you know. I got drunk but, one night at the local bar. I hang out at, and I live far away. And I, I asked the owner, I was like, hey, man, can I throw an open mic here? He's like, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. And then I woke up the next day. I was like, who the hell am I going to get to drive all the way out here? Well, it may, maybe a lot of people wouldn't come from Baltimore, but like yeah. you could get there's people looking for open mics everywhere. So like if you do start one, one piece of advice I'd give you is to do an Eventbrite free event with it. You know what I'm saying? Eventbrite? You know what Eventbrite, Eventbrite is? It's like the links. It's, so it's links. a way that if you're going to have a ticketed event, it's a, like a website, an app, essentially, that allows you to sell tickets or you can have free tickets so it allows you to put your event on a server that people will find the event huh essentially but huh. 
Yeah. Yeah. So so I, it's a way like that's up for Max's. We have free tickets every week, and people show up and be like, "Oh, I we have a free link. fucking thing," yeah. and it, it it works. You know, I mean, it's it's nice. We're gonna shout out from Roberto on yeah, the stage here. That? Yeah, it's it was hard to focus there for a second, but I mean, that's the beauty of open mic comedy. You know, yeah, you got a show going on in the background. You, you're doing a podcast outside. Um, okay, so tell me about like what's your process if you have a great set. What's the rest of your night look like? Are you ecstatic? I'm very happy. You're very happy, but like, I, are you reviewing, saying like, okay, what worked, what didn't work, and it's like, how, usually what's your set new after that? Punches. I yeah. notice I'll, I'll have a premise for a joke, and then you you keep running it, running it, yeah. And yeah. then along what's the way up? with this joke, you find new punches right. that work, right? And like, so I figured out. I don't know if you know my heroin one but yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's uh heroin acts looks for idols crackheads almost at whitney houston right it, yeah, it used to be punch. just the heroin line right right then one then night i thought of crackheads there. and that that kind of hit yeah hell yeah yeah and that's it's mainly just that just searching for new ways to say things so saying like like you don't just like take the night off if you have a great set you're like trying to think about it immediately oh, after yeah. saying why was it great and why yeah. did it work or what actually worked in it and stuff like that yeah. confidence yeah. Uh, something i've been doing recently is trying to get like a little pumped up, like a little, yeah, and not not just coming up from sitting down, not just slouched out in your chair, going on stage, kind of, kind of get up and get a little life into you. I and mean, that's what like Kevin Slatter will, will like listen to music before his sets, so it's like kind of oh, similar really? to that. But like, I'm even getting pumped up. But like, you're a pretty energetic guy on stage. Yeah. I feel like lean into that. Yeah, you know, like I do. Like I feel like when I first saw you the first time, I was like, oh, you're laughing at a lot of your punchlines, you know, whatever. But let <laughs> I realize like that is kind of what is like. I like that about you because I know you and I know like you'll do that and like I find that like kind of. So I feel like don't yeah. change that too much because being high en- energy can go far away, especially yeah. when you're like first yeah, you know, I, starting I like out. It. And I shit. like being high energy, laughing at my own jokes. Yeah, does it? <laughs> laughing at your own jokes can help sometimes and really well, hurt sometimes. Laugh. Yeah, or both. Yeah. yeah, right. It can hurt sometimes. Totally. But I've like, been told I have a funny laugh, and I, yeah, uh, I don't well, know. I don't know if it's funny, but yeah, it's like <laughs> it's uh, energetic. It's unique, yeah. and like that's it, the most important thing I feel like about comedy is like find some unique angle yeah. in, you know. And if that's like your thing, like me, you gotta me kinda, and Nick Oak are gonna have a laugh off here. Soon. You should, <laughs> dude. Yes, hell yeah. We should we should have a show like that. I'd actually like to start. I was talking about it recently. Like I like to start a pun competition show up here i did one for the dc improv recently and it was like crazy packed but it's why, like why because you want to destroy the competition yes i want to win <laughs> first of all but mostly so bad no that. no you could do it so like the way we do it is like 15 spots and then each person picks a theme like you yeah. pick a theme like cars or fruits or yeah, politician or whatever Posit- and, then, and then you got to write them all out and you just got to like pack a four minute essay speech type a narrative or yeah. whatever like one story that you're going to Put all those in there, yeah. and I feel like you, like anyone, you know, any comic could do that. But that'd be, that'd be interesting. Because cool. think about it, dude. You're already like, there's a premise to a joke, there's a punchline to a yeah. joke. If I go up there and say Luke Harris has come to the stage next, and he's about to pun on fruits, the premise is already done. As long as you end every sentence yeah. in a fruit, it's just punch, 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 punch. So if huh. you can do that, you know. So, anyways, there was just that, the reason I say fun. that is because there was like the DC Empire, there was like 250. It was like packed show. Yeah, I saw you ran. So, it, you ran it the night before you did it. And I loved your yeah uh, I ran some, asparagus. Dude, I started. I, you were influenced. I started with that. Yeah, yeah, that like that story. I went into it. Yeah. I love that joke. Yeah, hell yeah. It's <laughs> funny because it's like it's not it, but it's like it. You know, punning is not joking. Yeah. So if you're in front of a pun crowd and you're killing in front of a pun crowd, you can't take that and go to a comedy club and hit them with 
a pun out of context. I never thought Sometimes of that. Sometimes you can. I, I, if it's a very good one, you can. But, like, yeah. a lot of times you can't. Like, if I just do that asparagus one out of totally out of context, <laughs> someone's like, what the hell is he talking yeah. about? You know? yeah, but, that's where I heard from you guys. That, like, there's different comedy fans. Like, you said there's pun fans. I never thought of that. Yeah. It's, like, kind of like the ro- there's roast fans. Right. Yeah, roast, the roast. Yeah. So yeah. there's no roast battle in Baltimore, there's none too. right now. I that was thinking about sweet. that. Somebody's got to set it up. Yes. I was. So I did uh, Milwaukee. Or I did uh, Milwaukee. I did um, comedy in Milwaukee for like four months before I moved to Baltimore. And when I was there, the dude I was kind of coming up under, he ran a roast show, and that was like a really popular show really? in Milwaukee. That I was, he was going to give me a guest spot, but I chicken, I like stopped, and then I moved here, and then I didn't do comedy again until like the February of this year. Really? So but, when, when did you first start? Uh, so I moved here in August of 2018. And it was so. I did it for like four months in 2018, like early 2018, and then I didn't do. Then I moved here, and then I didn't do comedy again until like this February. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, if you're gonna do it, so you started up here right around when I did. I started March. Yeah, like Yeah. yeah, like that first. Like I was trying to hit a cut like two mics a week leading into that March competition. Or yeah. Right. Your first show, dude. I was was gearing up for my (laughs) for the same thing, dude. But that's cool. Yeah. I'm uneducated. Where's uh, Milwaukee? <laughs> oh no, it's in um, Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's right above. It's like it's like uh, 90 minutes north of Chicago. What's up, Roberto? Huh. Yes, you should. Yeah, <laughs> we got to sometime. Yes, Roberto Reed, the the great host of the Fells Point Tavern free show every every Tuesday at 10 p.m. I had the worst bombing of my entire life last what? Tuesday. No. Last Fells Point Tavern. No. I have never How? bombed that hard in my life. No, but you had some new joke work, though. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's what you got to like get past is like you did mostly bomb. I, I'm passive. But then but you, had that, you had that one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a new joke. And it got a pop. And it's like yeah. you got to take your wins when you get them and knock it. Because that's I feel like that's the most important thing with comedy is to not get so rejected from the bombs yeah. that you quit. Because I feel like that does happen. And that was, I mean, I was doing it for, like I said, like four months, once every three weeks. I wasn't growing. I was bombing a lot. And then it was just like I just stopped. You when know? when so. you first started, were you doing puns? Um, I did more stories, stories? like more ridiculous, and I kind of get into that now where I'll do like more of a ridiculous, you know, s- story, but I was more into that. But when I was there, a guy by the name of Carter Deems was there. You know what Carter Deems is? Uh, so he was on Wild and Out. He's a battle rapper. You can look uh, yeah, him, so you, you can look me. him up on YouTube. Oh, yeah. He's got, I mean, he's got videos in Atlanta, you know, of like a uh, quarter million views of whatever, just battle rapping, like on the spot. He's super oh, yeah. you know, smart. So. My first set ever, I did like a mixed mic with my buddy who was a musician and did great. My second set ever was in, I followed that guy. And it was like, <laughs> and, but it was like this type of mic where it was four minutes, get the light, get off stage. And I was to the point where I was just like only telling these grandiose big stories. And I was like, not even to my first punchline. And they were like, getting the light, get off stage. Yeah. And it was like such a rude awakening. But being around that dude and like um, Christopher Schmidt, he's like a really big bit writer that yeah. he's always writing a million new bits both of those dudes i feel like rubbed off me that when i was getting back into it like i was much more into the wordplay you know kind of punning do you, and, do and you think going after a guy that's like a hammer like that like uh, kills it yes. sounds like yeah. do you think yeah. I, that's better for you going yes. on or it's worse it's totally better for you I think you should better. always take the hardest spot the best killer the biggest set you should always put yourself i'm saying that. like as, as in terms of with that crowd, even yeah, like that last well, you can guy ride killed, the wave. yeah, you or can sometimes ride the you wave. get buried by the way. Sometimes you get yeah, buried, right, yeah. right. But 
but that's the beauty of comedy, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole reason that we do it is for those different, you know, situations and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Baltimore scene's ripping right now, dude. Yeah, it's a fun. It's a fun scene, dude. It is. It I does feel, feel like it really wasn't this way. That's really supportive for long. It hasn't been this way for that long. Yeah, I don't really. I, you know, I can't really you know speak that much to it. But yeah, it does feel like there's a lot of people that are taking the opportunity to start their own shows and through starting their own shows it just gets more opportunities for the scene overall you know raises the scene but um so what are your like you know you're doing the mics you're going to do magoobies like what are your next three month goals for comedy you know Uh, three months what do you see you're getting better at or trying to push yourself out to like going to dc or you know i definitely want to go to dc went to pennsylvania to the church of satire okay for, I've, I've done two weeks in a row you did their monday mic yeah their monday mic that's it's a great that's room a dude. It, it's a it's a different type of people you know it's like yeah. only doing comedy in baltimore and then right. going out there they have a different sense of humor oh i noticed totally. my amish jokes they fucking they love them they They're love like, them yeah. okay hell yeah, yeah. nice they say all this horse shit in the streets and then yeah like, that's yes. a great joke too dude hell yeah, yeah. Dude, you got a lot of good. I'm excited to. I think you're gonna rip it up tomorrow, man. Yeah, it's gonna I, be. It's I, gonna be fucking awesome. I'm gonna get pumped up before it. I'm gonna try to get. Hell yeah, bro. We're all gonna get pumped <laughs> up. It's fun, man. I mean, because like, yeah. think about it. The first show, like, we didn't even know each other at all. But now we're like fucking. We're yeah. gonna be like back there, you know, with each other. Be, like, yeah. all right, let's fucking. It's gonna be one sick. of us has got to try to do. I mean, like. When you go into something like that, I feel like I just want someone to win it. That's on the scene, actively yeah. doing shit, and like you know, and you yeah. can see that, like the one where it was me Merton, adam did it like yeah. it was like we were up in the top and then it was like very clearly like no there, one else was no doing it but i agree you see i remember when i first started i was sitting next to a guy i was nervous as shit i was like what do you were you sitting in the audience or were you sitting no, up top? i was sitting up top okay. with the guys and yeah. i asked the guy the guy sitting next to me i was like are, are you a comic he's like yeah I was like, oh, how many times have you done this? He's like, three times. I was like, oh, how much do you do comedy? And he's like, I've only ever done this. Yeah, isn't that I, weird? I was, I, th- I thought that was strange. But I like, think people do do that. They, like, they I have only noticed. do the competition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like you're not going to get better unless you're doing it. Right. Not every night, but you have to do be repetitive. It, it's a you muscle have, that needs to yeah. needs to be worked. Like if you take a couple weeks off, you can notice that like it's harder to you know. But I, I drove around the country. I went down to Austin. Yeah, I, I, I didn't do it for like a month. Yeah, I did yeah. it once in Austin. Bombed. No, I saw you bombed Austin? Austin. The Austin scene was rough, dude. Yeah, I saw four people do the same joke. They really? said uh, they said a bidet is the most leftist way to clean your ass. I saw four <laughs> different people do that. Really? I was like, yeah. I, I, Cause I thought about moving down there, like oh, yeah. when we first started, gotta have dreams. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna go down there. Yeah. And I was like, hell no, this place sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like you know when you're doing it in Baltimore, you're close to DC, you're close to New York, you're close to Philly, where yeah. you're around these other scenes, it's and kinda, that's it's like, kind of the perfect scene. Yeah, yeah. It's sure, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh yeah. Future podcast guest, hopefully. Sean, 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 Conway, Sean Conway, the, the fucking Australian man. Bandit. Yeah. Dude, yeah, so cool. when did you when did you meet Sean? I met him at your show on Saturday at, at Max's Tap okay, House Saturday. Yeah. So I did a show on Friday at Nottingham's, and he was he was yeah, on I, that. Then I yeah. saw him at Nottingham's at after. eleven p.m. All right, yeah. hell yeah. How what did you? How was that? The eleven p.m. show was good, bad. I did pretty good. Oh yeah, dude. It was pretty good. I've been seeing you do a lot, but I mean, like you know, you know, some. I mean, like everyone you know bombs every now and then, but yeah. it seems like you're really you know turning the corner. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I think I think it's a lot more confidence on stage. It's all about that confidence, dude. Bombs, I can rub off, and yes. you go. Up, the next totally. time you go up, you're happy or have right, a fun time. Well, that I think I always had a hard time being like, if I had a terrible bomb in front of a comic, then I'd be in my head about being like that person thinks that I suck. Yeah. But you have to realize we all like if you're on the scene enough, you all see each other you do good. You see everyone you see bomb. Each other do you've bad. seen everyone do good. You've right. seen everyone do. 
so well, I'm not going to say you. that, but <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, true, true. You see everybody. I mean, bomb. you do see. Yeah, there are some. Yeah, there are some people that bomb just only, but. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's all up and down, and it's about accepting that and not yeah. like getting caught up in it. Because I feel like that was something that I would yeah. do, and it like gets in your head, and it's hard to then like write and stuff. So yeah. it's the last thing I want to talk to you about now. When you so now like today, like how what is your how do you approach writing stuff? Is it like only when something hits you, then you're like, oh shit, I got to put it in my phone, or do you dedicate time to actually like no, sim writing? No, it's shit? whenever anything hits me. Okay, and then your I, phone, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah I only similar. do my phone. I do every month. I yeah. start a new notes tab. So okay, like, nice. I just started September. I only have two jokes in there. Okay, and August was that's smart though. Yeah. I do it by like sporadic dates. I don't know yeah. if something do significant's you, coming up. I'm like, fuck, I gotta like do you dedicate do some time new to shit. It? No, I mean right before I'm gonna do. Thank you very much. Thank you, Cheers, Sean. Dude. Um, Beer like right, Sean. right before I'm gonna do a set, I will pull out my because I use those little pieces of paper. Like yeah. I'll pull out my last couple, and I will look at new ideas on my phone, and then I'll write my set list. And then I keep I keep all my fucking. I mean, like whatever. I don't know what I'm gonna do with all someday, but you, I got a zillion set lists. So you know, you know what I've noticed? I yeah. don't know. I don't know if this is something in my head or mm. not, but. Every set I don't film, I yeah. seem to do better. Yes. <laughs> I think oh, it's like, no. It's like karma That's or not something. in your head. That's a real phenomenon. It, I, I think it's a yes. real thing. Every set I don't film, I do better. When I film, it, I yeah. just bomb. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm similar, dude. It's I, very tough. I have mixed tomorrow, emotions. Tomorrow, we got to film tomorrow, and we're not going to bomb. <laughs> I have mixed emotions We're going to fucking kill, tomorrow. dude. Knock on wood. We're yeah. on a wooden table right now. Hell yeah. It's beautiful out, dude. It's super yeah, nice it's out. it's good night. Everyone's out. It's room Everyone's temp. hanging. It's room temp out. You can't beat it. It's nice. Um. All right. So, do you have any other friends that do like comedy and stuff? Like, are were you your only in your only friend group that was like, I'm going to try comedy? Oh, uh, I have funny friends that post funny videos. My buddy yeah. Colton's pretty funny, and then my oh, you got and that's yeah, you got a podcast, right? Yeah, me and my buddy Bailey started a podcast. It's okay. called the Luke and Bailey Show. Nice. On, I love it. This is the Matt YouTube. Hurley show. So it's same. Yeah. Okay, YouTube. Nice. Yeah, YouTube. Uh, Luke and Bailey show. We've done nice. four episodes. Nice. And then. Uh, I, I filmed a skit with my buddy today. Nice. Dude. About, you're, you're like going for it. Yeah. It, it's it, about building out your network and putting your buddies on it. And you know what I'm saying? It's also just If you fun. become the next like Joe Rogan, it. you got to yeah. have the whole, you know, the. He's my Eddie Bravo. He's yes, like my boy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's now, a lot of fun. Since starting the podcast, has it helped any of your stand up? Do you think like writing stand up or anything like that, or is it nah. totally different? It's totally different stuff. What do you guys talk about in your podcast? It's just, we just boys literally just fuck around. <laughs> we okay. don't. Yeah. We want to get it more professional. My buddy Bailey's. I consider him a perfectionist. Yeah. So he doesn't want to release anything, and I don't care at all. So I just put yeah. a laptop in the corner corner of the room and yeah, start dude. filming. And we that's, were. That's how I'm. I mean, that's what this is like. This is all very like raw, and I feel yeah. like people like when it's like out in the environment and not just like. A studio or, or whatever, yeah, you he's, know. So. He's also a cartoonist. Oh, he really? makes cartoons. Oh, he makes like dude, comedy you're gonna, cartoons. Watch, this is all for like the start of the next in, in five years. You're gonna start the next South Park, dude. Yeah, yeah. The most successful, like yeah. biggest running show. <laughs> you know, he, he's really he's really good, but he won't release anything. He's his drawings. He's crazy at drawing. He's crazy yeah. good on the computer and everything. But well, he what won't if you release anything. The, like skits and comedy yeah. and like the drawing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that could be that could be fucking tight, dude. Uh, yeah. So It'd be cool. Um, so okay, so your podcast is all video. Do you ever do you think about just putting out audio? So mine's purely audio. Yeah, I only do audio. So do you ever does that ever appeal to you to take like the audio from your YouTube and then putting uh, it just? Or I'm sorry, taking the video. Yeah, taking the audio from your YouTube video and then putting it out. Uh, once we get better. Right now, it's kind of in the it's, it's egg stage, beginning. Right. It hasn't really hatched yet. We're Have you thought of making shorts? 
Yeah, yeah, I to, did. I did a short on TikTok. Okay. Like, uh, but you can make shorts and put them on YouTube. Like, you yeah. should take your full podcast. And, like, this is what Adam, the Adam and Jake show, Adam yeah. Friesman, Adam and Friesman. Jake Charts, Jake Charmatz, Baltimore uh, Stables. Yes, Baltimore <laughs> Stables, great podcasters. Uh, so they put it on YouTube, but then they clip it up and like make shorts and then they get like you know five six thousand views and like that's a way to just naturally grow yeah. your audience a little bit yeah. and i'll put like i got a i got a youtube channel like just for my i put out like the yeah. the the reels i put on instagram i just i first test them on youtube oh really so i put out i'll put out if i have a good set and i got like four jokes that worked in it or something like that i'll make four shorts put them all on youtube wait a day see where which one's getting the best traction and then i'll take that one and then put it on my insta I, and like I, that's I, been nice i'm scared to do put stand up on there yet i don't know i it, it's too. I feel like it's two camps. I feel like people are either like, I don't want to put anything put out there, and then people there. are like, yeah. I want to put all this shit out. Because like, even in my podcast, like, I mix in audio for my stand up sets. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, and I like that, and I want to keep doing that. But like, I realize maybe it's burning my material to yeah. a certain degree. But like, my I, material I don't, is burning. I, don't burnable, think I, have dude. I got good topical one line bullshit that like yeah. I can you know <laughs> like it's not going to be funny in two weeks you yeah. know. But um, yeah, yeah. hell yeah. All my real real stories. I don't want ever, anyone to hear. Yeah, about. I don't not want my yet, family dude. Not until you're them. very yeah. Not until you're <laughs> a very famous man, dude. My fucking dick jokes. Hell yeah. Well, dude. I mean, I'm a big fan of your stand up. You're such like a happy and charismatic dude, and you're such a great addition to the scene, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, sit down and. Yeah, 27 minutes, dude. Fucking oh, flew yeah. by like that, man. Damn, that was 27? I know, dude. See, it's, wow. when you're having a good time just sitting and talking to a buddy, it's it's awesome. And, yeah. you, you know, like I said, like, I've seen you grow a lot. I'm excited to see how you do tomorrow in this Magoobies thing. And, um, yeah, so I'll plug your podcast up top, and uh, thanks for doing this, dude. Hey, thank you very Cheers, much, buddy. man. It was yep. fun.